Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hello, it's me, Mario. You listening to Nintendo Voice Chat Podcast number one. And uh, thank you, Mario, for the intro. Once again, this is the Nintendo Voice Chat Podcast 88. My name is Sam Claiborne. I'll be hosting. And uh, with us today... Is this episode we go back in time? <laughs> it is. We're going to go back in time. We're going to gun it to 88. Talk about some uh, contemporary games. 
for for once, right, on this podcast, we always talk about old games. People say. Uh, on to my right, I have Jack DeVries. Holla. First day as his full editorship. I yeah, this is officially. Yeah. Thank you. What's your new title? Associate editor, which gets abbreviated to ass editor when, when we have our uh, <laughs> yeah. emails and titles. Well, we need so one ass editor. Just one. Um, to my uh, left, I have Brian Altano. What's up, guys? And uh, to his left, uh, the lovely Scott Brownlee. What's going on, internet? Bruh, bruh, bruh. Who just got back from the PAX. From the PAX. The, the P packs. to the A to the AX. <laughs> Body spray. So, uh, yeah, there's a little bit, of, little bit of PAX news. There's there's a couple cool games to see there. But the coolest of all was, was probably this uh, Star Wars game. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, we like to call Super Smash Star Wars. It's basically, uh, the Star Wars Force Unleashed 2 for Wii is uh, already a pretty cool, like, you know, different version of the Force Unleashed. Uh, from what I understand, I only played it on Xbox 360 before. But uh, actually, I played it on PC. But uh, the Super Smash Star Wars is uh, referring to the multiplayer mode, which uh, is like Smash Brothers. It's like a zooming in and out camera, four people at a time. You can choose a bunch of different people. And uh, item Scott, drops. Scott, oh, does it have item drops? Mm-hmm. Cool. Do they Scott, have Scott played it. No, they don't have mallets. They oh. just have force powers. Do they have lightsabers? Yes, they do Smash have Brothers. lightsabers. Yeah. They drop? No, you have them already. Right. So Not everybody, though. That'd be no, awesome no. if they fell, though. They'd zoop, zoop, zoop. Yeah. Boba can you, Fett, can you play Boba as a Fett. Fett. <laughs> No, you can play as Boba Fett, Darth Vader, uh, Anakin, I guess. No Tauntauns? It says no, here, also, Starkiller, Asajj Ventress from Clone Wars cartoon, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Maris Brood, also, I believe, from the Clone Wars cartoon. That's the bald chick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's all. That's the full list that I know. Did you see anybody? Was there like unlockable? I, I don't Skywalker know. I don't know like Star Wars that well. Was, oh, you know? was Kid no. Fisto? <laughs> yes, Kid Fisto was in it. <laughs> the greatest Star Wars character of all time. Yeah. You yeah. can also play as Salacious Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> use, use a laugh attack. Can you knock people into a Starlight pit? Uh, not on the level I play, but you can play on the that whole with the the sail barge. The sail yeah. barge is behind you. Really? You play yeah. on Saturday nights. Does Max Grebo play like like a like KK Slatter <laughs> does? It's Max in Rebo. The... First oh, I'm of all. sorry. You're yeah. mixing up Grebo. Oh, they're yeah. both they're both blue. Man. Yeah, blue. I'm mixing up him with a uh, with that uh, elephant from Captain EO. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Hooter. 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 Um, but wait, so <laughs> it's like the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, good. <laughs> but the backgrounds are. Um, are interactive in every level, from what I understand, right? Are there like monsters and stuff? They're not interactive in the sense that they can't hurt you. Oh, really? They're just oh, there. Okay. Um, like you're speeding around on the sail barge, but nothing else is. So you saw basically, or did you play with four other people or three other people? I played it with one other person. I played it with uh, one of our an IGN fan from mm-hmm. uh, from London named Matt. But it supports up to four people. It's it does support up to four people. However, How do you play it? Uh, with the Wiimote. Like sideways? Uh, no, you play oh. it with the nunchuck and the and the Wiimote. Um, so are there pointing controls and all? No, uh, sh- it's like Z. I think Z is your shield, and mm-hmm. Z. Did I say Z? The other Z. The other Z. Z, Z, Z the B. The B. Yeah. Is your the B trigger? Jump. Yeah, the B trigger is jump. A is mm-hmm. fight. Um, is it like Smash Brothers moves where you barely have to? I mean, they're not yeah. like combos. Or there's like not point combos. And hit a no, 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 no. It's not a deep game at all. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mini game. That looks like Smash Brothers, but yeah. is not. Do you think it has the potential to be better than what you saw? Because I think what Scott's been getting at here, Scott really, really disliked it. Um, but, it, but Levi really liked it. So it has it has potential, mm-hmm. but I don't think it has potential beyond a something tacked on at the last minute to make the Wii diff- the Wii version a little bit different. 
But but I think that's a really cool tack on. Yeah, it's it, it, it in theory it's a cool tack on. But I think it in reality I think it's going to be something that the Wii owners play for mm-hmm. uh, like a half hour and then never touch again. Now it, it's a big mystery what multiplayer is going to be on the uh, the HD systems. Um, I think still like we don't really know, and uh, this is like the only a multiplayer first person shooter. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the solution to multiplayer in any game is it could be Smash Brothers, as far as I'm concerned, and I'd be happy. Yeah, I agreed. mean that's that's really yeah, neat. Totally. Like given like a series that I like, like it'd be kind of cool if it was like yeah, and there's gonna be multiplayer, and it's just it's just Smash Brothers. Like that's fine. That's Although great. no one's yep. really proven that they can copy that formula correctly. I mean, mm-hmm. people just don't really copy it, which is Who surprising. They still haven't. Um, TMNT Smash Up was a, was right, a Smash right, Brothers yeah. clone. We gave that like think, a seven or something. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I think that was the only <laughs> that's the only full game I've seen. I think that's been like a clone. No, back in the day, like Smash Power Brothers. Stone, I always heard was like that. I mean, that's well, the Power Stone guys. came out. It, it was after DS Smash Brothers, and but it was, it was before and it was 3D. Super Smash Brothers so that I wouldn't really consider that the same thing. Okay. I just yeah. never I played that Power game. Stone. I just remember people Power always saying like, "You go, you got to play Power Stone." You and just look around on the pole. Unless you're a big guy and then you grab it out of the ground. There's got to be other. I mean, what about the? Um, isn't there a Blaze Blue? Blaze uh, Blue. They, the Blaze Blue, the Blaze Blue came for the Wii is going to be some sort of weird Smash Brothers type thing, right? Yeah, it, it looks like it's more of a. And it's actually spelled out B L A Y Z Z. So that you B-L-O-O. pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? I thought it was Blaze Blue also, but I this is. So too. I think they're making fun of it, maybe, or I was just saying how Mark Ryan says it. Blaze oh, yeah. Blue. Yeah. Well, this is the age-old Mr. Doe versus Mr. Doe argument, right? Yeah. What? I think they we'll say Blaze Blue in the title screen. There's a Mr. Doe argument. Well, yeah, because it goes Doe Ray Me when you collect stuff in Mr. Doe. Oh, and like the whole thing is about do re mi fa so. So everybody's so like Mr. Do. do. Well, no, but then later they came out with Mr. Do Run Run. Oh, that's awesome, <laughs> Mr. So, do Run Run. Yeah, it's like the argument between whether Donkey Kong is actually Yonkey Dong. It's actually a <laughs> Yonkey Dong, st- uh, a mistranslation of Stubborn Monkey, or from uh, misspelling kind of Monkey Kong. That's. You know, she. I think Miyamoto has confirmed both sides of that. Or that Ass argument. Kong. You're like a Scott Pilgrim. You know all these weird uh, translation things about video games. Just Pac- that. Pac-Man was originally called Puckman, not because of pucks, <laughs> but because of the Japanese word Paku Paku. Paku Paku Tiberio, Yeah. That was the dumbest part that. of that movie. Really? It was the only part that was like. I didn't see that movie because it wasn't. That wasn't in no the books. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, right, all eight of you. Everybody uh, here saw it. That's yeah. this thing. I'm it was sure. a great film, but I was. But only one not person in this room saw it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so there's been a, a fighting game for Star Wars before, but only one that I know of. That's called Masters of Tarascasi for awesome the PlayStation. Game. Awesome really? game. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. And everybody wants to know how this compares. It's it's. <laughs> hmm. How do I? I gotta I gotta choose my words. It's, well, if you're really nerdy, you could be pointing out that there's actually Soul Calibur, Soul which Calibur, had Darth which Vader, Darth Vader, Yoda, and Star Killer yeah. already. Which but is go ahead. Probably the better fighting game. Of the trilogy, of the <laughs> the original trilogy. Yes, <laughs> I would say it's if we were gonna rank this game as a Star Wars prequel. Yes, yes. And I don't know how everyone feels. I feel like Phantom Menace is terrible, but Attack of the Clones was worse. Ooh, that's a tough argument to make. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> not for you, apparently. No. <laughs> so this game is Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. whereas. The other one. Tarascazi? Yeah, that's uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know if I can rank those three films. They're just this one he giant loves them. chunk he's, of them. He's of the right... Me. Yeah, right. You're yeah, well, so perfect was, generation right here. I am. I was like, Same these are my Anakin. first Star Wars movies. 
<laughs> I'm still waiting Jake for... Jake Lloyd's the best. I'm waiting for George Lucas to go back and ruin all the Star Wars games that were good. Just add a bunch <laughs> yeah. of crap to Add them. things to it. Change yeah. it so that you don't actually shoot anyone first. Yeah, exactly. Just put yeah. just Photoshop in like a bear or something like that. Change the song at the end. Get rid of the yub yub music. X, X Wing is now. So Scott, just Naboo give us fighter. <laughs> give us give us the short list of wh- why you didn't like your time with uh, Super Smash Star Wars, which is not the official name. So don't don't write us in and be like, I cannot believe they are ripping off <laughs> Nintendo this badly. I mean, I think it's I think it's it's bad for me to be like, well, it's a it's a mini game and it's not deep enough, but it's not deep enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's extraordinarily repetitive. It's not fun. So you saw like the same item drops. The same item, the same four item drops. It was just, was there a crate? No, it's just like a, it's like a glowing tube Mm. and there's a blue, a green and a red. And I couldn't, I didn't really figure out what it was for. And neither did the kid next to me. He's like, I think we're supposed to grab that. I don't know. Hmm. And so what you're saying is you suck at it. So sounds you like it. Were they like the game? Yeah. Were the characters yes. like super deformed, kind nope. of? Because no. I saw some off screen that they're. I mean, they look small, but they're, they're proportionally correct. Well, small in the sense that they Anatomically? look like micro machines, mm-hmm. you know, fighting on, on yeah. screen. But they, no, they were just small, smaller versions of themselves. <laughs> but it does the same thing, like where the camera pans out. Yeah, the kid. Like the cool. further you jump out, the further the higher you go. And I love the concept. The like, I would the, totally play a game. The like concept that. is great. The Why didn't this happen earlier? You right. got to wonder. Like, right. and if there's one thing you could apply to the Smash Brothers, like uh, structure, like Star Wars. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, be, and you can you can have weird, bigger, smaller characters with it too. Like Yoda would actually make sense in this, where he wouldn't in like a hardcore fighting game. Yeah, but if know? it's Yoda versus Vader, and Vader's on the top and Yoda's on the bottom, you will not be able to see Yoda if they did that the way that the characters. Scale. Is he small? Well, if they did it to scale, okay, like it zooms out way too far. Yeah, I know there was a Let's lot see of Pichu and Bowser on the same screen. Right, I was gonna say there was a lot of suspension of you know belief when you saw people fighting against each other in Smash Brothers, but I just can't see an Ewok going up against Darth Vader. <laughs> like he's throwing a rock at his head or something like that. Or but he, he got... could use well, like the hang the... glider and yeah. the log attack. Yeah, yeah that's true. They, there could be like a trap where he drops logs on. Them. Yeah, jump, yeah. jump. How about the Jawas with their little <laughs> static guns? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are those guys gonna do? <laughs> Fix a robot? <laughs> Sell no, you shit? Sell you. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, Double. You. you said it too. Wait, no, but we weren't recording yet. All right, well, no, you just said it. 11.57. Everybody swear at once. The, the I group said swear. you said it. All right. So, Scott, what else did you play at PAX on a Nintendo system? Did you get to get around to anything else? I got around to some... I got to spend a lot of time with Epic Mickey. A lot of time? Yeah. Because uh, I, I uh, knew the people at that booth, and I was mm-hmm. like, I want to play it. And I did, and poor you know, poor Craig. He played all the levels I did because they were new, the Gamescom levels. Mm. Um, so it was the Mickey and the Beanstalk, I guess, like 2D world, and then oh, was, you you did get to play a 2D world, yeah. Then. Oh, and cool. then I played the tutorial level inside the castle. It's fun. It's a platformer. Mm-hmm. It works. What uh, about the 3D platforming? Do you get to rotate the camera or like? I didn't need to, so okay. I didn't try. So good camera controls. Yeah, like yeah. Mario style. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's fun. It's platformer. Um, I was talking to the guy, and he was trying. He would he would start. It was funny. The guy would start to explain Disney history. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, like uh, like the character from the Carl Barks comics. And he's like, okay, so you know that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and this all this 2D uh, stuff is like, yeah, it's very Mary Blair. I like it. He's like, okay, you know that too. <laughs> How was the uh, Mickey and the Beanstalk level? It's fun. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's quick. It's so just, are all those those are all black and white? No. Or? No, they're it not. depends on if the if the what film era it's from. Right. was in black and white. The one question he wouldn't answer for me is, and I'm assuming it's just it's not there, is when Mickey Mouse changes styles. Mm-hmm. 
from the dot eyes to the Freddie Moore era, mm-hmm. like whites. Is is that going to change at all? And I'm assuming it's not, which is disappointing. Did you see any like adult or like like kind of cool, scary themes or anything like that that just aren't like kiddie? No, there's you know the Phantom Blot stuff is kind of menacing. Actually, but it's pretty family stuff. Well, I mean, you saw the the new opening. The I mean, there's second, nothing wrong with that. I love Magic Kazooie. You know, definitely. the second half of the cinematic that we have on our site now mm-hmm. from the opening of the game features like this this monster that's a Swiss Army knife that's basically torturing mickey mm-hmm. on a on a table mm-hmm. that's 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 what people want to see if they're in the house torture mm-hmm. it's there and then oswald was there yeah so that when they first announced the game it sounded like oswald was going to be the the antagonist <clears throat> of the game but based on that trailer it looks like he's not like he's, he just kind of he's not really he's just kind of hanging out with you and trying to help you along the way at least that's what I can gather. From- yeah, it looks like he's helping you, but he keeps screwing up and, and making things kind of worse. Yeah. So right, Interesting. Did you get to see I if also you- confirmed, uh, Al Michaels is not in the game. I asked him <laughs> okay. because, well, that's how they got Oswald back. Right. Disney had to trade Al Michaels for Oswald, and I asked the guy, I was like, so is Al Michaels in the game? He's like, awesome. <laughs> I, I've been making that joke, and you're the first person to say it to me. <laughs> so, Al Michaels, not in the game. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Universal, when... Disney wanted uh, Oswald back a couple of years ago. Who's Oswald? The Lucky Rabbit. Oh, oh, right, right. The character Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which they lost to Universal in what, like 1934. Oswald like was I can't believe Disney Walt lost Disney. anything to anybody. Walt yeah. Disney made this before Mickey. He this made is it before, before there Mickey. was Disney. Okay. So Ub Iwerks and Walt Disney created Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That was their character for a while it, when they were working with Universal. Hmm. Universal owned the rights to the character and, and they kept it. And so in turn, Ub Iwerks created... Mickey Mouse with Disney, but it's usually it's Ub's thing. That's a point of contention with Disney fan. If Ub Iwerks created it or Disney. Anyway, uh, Disney so they did it on the train. Didn't yeah. you watch the movie that they play at Disneyland? Yeah, I, I've, I've seen it. Also, he loves all the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went this there. is remarkably similar to the story of Itchy and Scratchy. I just yeah. want to point that out. So anyway, <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago... Uh, Disney was having talks with Universal, with NBC Universal, and they wanted the Oswald character back. And they're like, well, fine, you can have him. He's a worthless character yeah, anyway. No kidding. For 70 just years, us, right? Just give us Al Michaels for all of our sports casting. Hmm. Uh, and uh, they said, okay. Al Michaels. Uh, so they showed him the door for a cartoon rabbit. Yep. Do you yeah. believe in miracles? Yes. You'll never see Al Michaels on uh, ABC or ESPN or anything again. So you'll get to hear so, him on that uh, yeah. fantastic. I, just, I know Al Roker. I don't know the Sal Michaels guy. Al Michaels. Right. He was the announcer for the Miracle on Ice. Oh. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And also look him up, kids. There is a fantastic prank call uh, during the O.J. Simpson trial um, with uh, That's Al Michaels. Al Michaels <laughs> comes in. He goes, and they pranked uh, someone from Howard Stern. Prank called uh, ABC, and then Al Michaels comes on and says, "Oh, that was a complete farcical call." It's a really famous prank call. All right, anyway, so... Epic, Al Michaels history. <laughs> yeah. Epic Mickey should be out really soon, actually. I don't know the, the release date on it off October, the top of my I head. Think, it's like October, I think. It's October, and uh, Star Wars Fortune Unleashed November. 2 is October 26th. So uh, those two games are, are things to look forward to, possibly. This Halloween. Um, Craig Wayne, this. Another, another thing to look forward to on Sunday, coming up right around the corner, is uh, Professor rally. Layton in the Unwound Sunday. Future. Sunday, Sunday. Anybody? Yeah. I love Professor Layton. Oh yeah, myself. I do too. Uh, this is the third game in the series, and um, uh, Christine will be reviewing it, so we might have to get her on the podcast. Yeah, which would be funny. Um, but uh, today I played a little a bit of the girl. game. Girl, 
in a phone booth downtown. <laughs> you played it in a phone booth? Yeah, I got invited to a phone booth and I played Professor Layton. <laughs> Did you go through time? Play. Was it a TARDIS? Yeah. Uh, a, a scary man invited me into a phone booth. Actually, it was a, a lovely PR agent. <laughs> and Nintendo was having an event. And they had in an event in Union Square. Yeah, they had, had two European style, or I guess British style, red phone booths. And uh, this is till six today. Still catch it if you're listening at five. It's not um, going up in time for you to catch yeah, it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, they basically, they had two lines uh, and these phone booths, and they were like, come over and play. And there's these uh, kind of people dressed in what I called them steampunk period pieces. Steampunk to period. To which Jack pointed out, there's no such thing as a steampunk period. You remember when uh, we had those flying airships that were powered by steam back then? <laughs> it was then. But then we tried to figure out when Professor Layton takes place, and it's even more difficult. 1997. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before Pre- everyone had cell phones, but still kind of modern. That's yeah. a good call, actually. Yeah. It is Professor gonna... Layton had a pager. Yeah, it's 1997 nostalgia. <laughs> and they had to use these phone booths, right? Yeah. yeah. So I stepped into this phone booth, and uh, basically what they're doing is having guys play on one side and women play on the other. And there's a lot of foreigners in the area, you know, the tourists. And they kept on, like, a girl would step into the booth, like, no, you have to go in the other one because you're, you know, you're a girl. And the girl, and like, they have no idea what was going on. They thought they had to, like, go to the bathroom. Why, why would they separate by. So this, this is why it's because they're comparing how many puzzles <laughs> are solved quite. by each. And then they're going to do, like, a press release oh. that says, like, more women solved uh, you know, puzzles than men. Well, if women want help winning that side, they should call me over there because I'm awful at those games. <laughs> I love them, but they just and they just make me feel like a complete idiot. I, ha- I got really lucky they happened to give me two puzzles that I solved really quickly and then the third I couldn't. Uh, sometimes you just get those. And they gave me really late stuff because like, oh, you've already played the game you know, IGN stuff. And I was like, no, 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 I haven't. I haven't done anything. I'm totally new to this, you know? <laughs> and so, it's, but I am used to Professor Layton. There's some cool changes in this game, though. Um, what, like, you know, when you just, like, are solving a puzzle and they give you, like, the sketch screen? It's yeah. kind of useless sometimes. You, like, you just cover it in black yeah. because, you know, you're just drawing all over and it's like you're trying to, like, number stuff or do math. This time they make, like, the actual pixel precision, like, really tiny, like, one pixel. So that's nice because you can draw more. I think you might be able to turn that up and down before. But they also give you eight colors. Which is really cool because, like, the other day I was like uh, thinking, like, well, what do you feel to like plan a path through, you know, something? And I don't know, it just works out really well because you have to. I've been playing the old game a lot recently, right? Anyway, so this new game, like, you can, like, this one today, I was like doing this path through the streets and it was, uh, you know, I could draw on blue, then then green, and then then red. And I I solved the puzzle a lot faster, so that was cool. Basically, it's gonna have time travel on it too, which is, I think, a big um, issue. Finally, answer the question of what exactly. Those two guys' relationship is the professor, the and, professor and, and Will and Will. Well, you know, it's up with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I know, I know, it's always like kind of awkward because you know the professor will show up in a room, right? Right. With, like, the kid and be like, who, who is? Uh, Get your hand out of there. Who's who's this rolling. little fellow? <laughs> oh, I'm his apprentice. There's nothing weird going on. Yeah, Scott's sounds, making sounds like very classic, lewd gestures. Everywhere. Sounds like a classic case of Stockholm syndrome. To me. <laughs> yeah, he got kidnapped, and now he thinks he's his dad. Yeah. He's but, actually uh, imagining all these puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> it's still drugs from the second one. Spoiler alert. Well, the big uh, plot uh, point in this game that, that we know about, because they gave me a flyer about it today, and they sent us a couple letters last week, is that you get a letter from the future, from future Will, in the game. <laughs> and he's like, you know... and then Don't you go, forget and you, to set your watch! <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you go into the future, and like, you know, the whole game supposedly takes place 10 years in the future. But you, as I don't know if you guys have played a lot of Professor Layton, but it always turns out at the end of the game... 
that somebody's been doing this horrible trick. And, and spoilers ahead, but in the first game, it was robots. In the second game, it's drugs. So <laughs> so what's it going to be in this game? Maybe it's real time travel. We don't know. But we got letters at IGN from uh, Professor Layton. from Craig in the future, <laughs> was one of them, and from Will Tuttle in the future was the other. And Adam, have you guys heard about this yet? No. It was really cool. So the Craig one... Um, I'm going to try to recap it, but Hillary threw it away. Well, so it was read very the Will funny. one, and then we'll, we'll explain okay. what the Craig one said. So the Will one says, uh, this is for Will Tuttle, I believe, and not Will in the game. <laughs> I don't know, though. So it's me. I mean you. It's I mean, it's you. I'm writing this letter to you. I mean, to myself, from 10 years in the future. I know this might seem strange, but don't be alarmed. I have something important to tell you, so please pay attention. And then it talks about how there's... It gives a little plug for Professor Layton how you should play the game. Then it says, for the moment, I can tell you that things are going extremely well in the year 2020. That global economic crisis you've been stressed about, it all turns out fine, thanks to new technology that allows people to run their cars on home appliances and YouTube page views. And sparing you some more bad jokes, it it, it continues in that, that they're making kind of like pop culture stuff. But the Craig one, yeah, Craig's you is, read it straight through, right? Yeah, I only so, glanced over it. So Craig's um, is oddly specific in <laughs> in its thing. So it says things like, you know. Thanks to the crankiness support group, you've got your crankiness <laughs> under control. And leave. Something about he uh, owns a kangaroo farm. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, oh my right? god! Wow! Um, like this uh, is after ten years of Craig's interaction with Nintendo PR. Yeah, something guess, about you know he you know played like won a bunch of money from poker and uh, man, I forget. There's so, a like, lot of stuff. All this really specific stuff that clearly Nintendo stocks him via his yeah. my, mm-hmm. IGN blog, and they don't know anything about Will Tuttle. No, and then Nothing we'll tell about, like, well, your kids are 10 years old now. <laughs> You've got to... You still don't play any of our consoles. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Layton, 165 new puzzles. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, lo- I love those puzzles. I love them. So they, what were, I, like, I stay up so late playing. What were some of the puzzles you got to play so far? So, one of them was, like, you carry this, like, it's like, this... It, they were very visual, the ones I was playing, and then I got to a math one. There was actually like a percentage, a percentage of these people are on one side of the bus, a percentage on the other, and I was like actually scribbling on math. And you, and you never have really have to do math, no, you know. But I was just trying to clear it up first. But you know, then after that, it's like you look at like the third hit, and it's like you're stupid. You don't have to use math. <laughs> but you know, until then, you you kind of go into math mode. Uh, one of them was like a cool one though. It was like a. Um, it was like a, a carafe or like a medicine jar, and it was shaped like a plus. And the and it is in five doses, right? So it's like when you drink your first dose, it, it empties one one edge of the plus, but then the lower three are filled plus the middle one. And it's like you draw a line on it to where you drink it to, and so you have to like bisect it in like this really strange way. Oh wow! And then like you have to consider it like tipping at a forty five degree angle, and then the water settling. So that was a really cool one. Wow, that's like. And the, then I played uh, one that was like you know totally esoteric, and I've never figured it out on my own. I just guessed it, and it was, I actually read the answer. I was like, "This is stupid." It was about carrying cups. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think, I think my favorite. Puzzles. My favorite in the first ones were the ones about like, "Hey, you have to get these wolves across this bridge and the sheep's across the bridge, and otherwise everyone dies." Yeah. It was just like organizing the right way, and then there was, it was the classic sheep or fat fox and and chicken and fox, boat chicken thing. Scene. There was, and then there was one that was like the park scene from Die Hard with a Vengeance where they like they have the jugs of water <laughs> do you know yes. what I'm talking about yeah. yeah yeah. there's like a six gallon jug and a four gallon jug and they have to get to five gallons I think that puzzle was literally in the first game it's mm. like one of my favorites because I was like hey uh, Samuel L. Jackson already solved this one I'm good and they're telling me today there's like some more in depth puzzle stuff like you'll collect stuff and then they up, you know like in the other games they have this too but like like the hamster game in the last one there's like mm. one of the toy car in this and you like you have like a play, a play set and you have to like run the toy car through the set. Ah, it's all good. It's, the it's car like, all it's fat like, and you have to make the car not fat. It's not 3D. <laughs> oh, okay. It's uh, anyway, it, this game is going to rule. I mean, there's no question about it. It's just great Professor Layton game. Awesome animation. 
during it. You know, it's like it's so it's such a cool game. I didn't see the movie. I'm gonna see it after I play this game. I'm sure. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet either. Anyway, so yeah, that's Presley. Buy it for us and send it. And to do you? Us. Uh, what is the date today? I can tell you the date it comes out. It's like it's the September seventh today. So eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. It's coming out. The twelfth. I can't believe no. you had to count. Sorry, on your hand. To do <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. We've been a three-day vacation. I've been doing. A, I haven't played enough blatant to brush up on my math. The greatest part is that you like bragged about it beforehand. What day is it? I can tell you what day it comes out. Wait, wait. This is just like a Professor Layton puzzle. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you what day. I meant I can tell you what su- the day it comes out, like Sunday. You know, but okay. I didn't know what date. All right. So moving on, this is the most exciting news of my entire life so far, and that's that Super Mario All-Stars might be coming to Wii. <laughs> I just love that game, man. I love it. I love the remake. And for people who don't know, Super Mario All-Stars is really good 16-bit remakes of Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, and The Lost Levels, which is 2, in Japan. Sweet. Which version of All-Stars Jack doesn't care. I think it's really cool. <laughs> did you have the version of All-Stars that also had I did with Mario, Mario World. World? Me too. So what if it comes out with that? That'd be even better. That'd be great. So what yeah. we know so far is that, I mean, it's a, I don't think Nintendo's even confirmed it, but like interestingly, like it's going to be a disc, you know, for and in Japan it costs like 30 bucks. But it, so it's not coming to virtual console, but it comes with a booklet, this is a history of Mario, and it comes with a soundtrack of like all all these Mario songs. And why this is happening is cuz 1986 uh, September fifteenth. I said in the last podcast is the the twenty fifth anniversary of of Super Mario Brothers coming out. So this is in Japan. Yeah, it's not coming out yeah. on Virtual Console. No, it's coming out on disc there. All those yeah. games are already out it, on it, it, We have to hope that it'll be coming out here. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We were talking about it. it sounds well, like I, a good in, idea. If we're talking hopes, I want I want new Super Mario Brothers esque remakes of all of them, and I want them all to be multiplayer. Wow. So yeah. you like the 2.5 Dennis? Yeah, I mean, I would love. To, I would just love to play through Super Mario Brothers too with like I'd, four player co op. I'd pay thirty bucks for that. Yeah, yeah, in a heartbeat, that'd be awesome. That's the thing. So we were talking about this earlier. Like, if you add up all the games of Virtual Console, but really you should only be, and it won't come to the same price as this. But really, you should only be adding up the one Super Nintendo game if that's all it is, which would be eight bucks normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thirty bucks is retail this. That's a lot. If it's really cool, comes with books and stuff like that. Hey, maybe maybe it'd be worth it at that point. Um, and just as like to have as, as a collector's disc or something, you know. Um, yep. I'm the a, games are all great. I'm this, a sucker for that stuff. So. And the 16-bit versions are fantastic. Yeah, they're and great. And what if they're widescreen? You know, we, I can throw out a bunch of what ifs here. You know, just like what if could, they're in HD? Yeah, right. It's it's fun because the. <laughs> what if they Super have Mario, trophies and they're online? What if they're 3DS compatible? <laughs> Super Mario All Stars for Super Nintendo because it looks so good. It actually makes <laughs> the lost levels not feel like a torture machine <laughs> but it still is it still is it's still it's such brutal. an evil game it, yeah. it's such I, an evil game. i was looking through these cheats for it the other day um and i kind of write them don't play it yeah <laughs> no that you know, like half the warp pipes like take you back yeah, yeah. backwards right two of them i think too and they're one of them is in like eight eight three you know yeah. like yeah and if you get to that room you have to either kill yourself or go in the pipe yeah it's uh it's it's <laughs> basically a suicide it room. takes you back to like world one three it's like i either have to go back to the Get into the game or kill myself. <laughs> so the game forces you basically to kill yourself. And it's hard to get to. It's in like a yeah, secret spot. Yeah. And then <laughs> half the so mushrooms mean. in the game kill you. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. and they're hard to spot. Like the coloring is like yeah, you can't know, tell. You're like, oh, that's a cool looking mushroom. Ah, and then there's those, poison. Halfway through the game, you get to those springboards that launch you 18 screens and in the sky, and you don't know when you're gonna land, and you just you <laughs> land on like one. one there's no scrolling. It's just no, like nothing. blue. You're, just, you're like, oh, okay, there you go. All right, I'm dead. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, he's gonna come with a special pack in Japan. Like, hopefully, hopefully, it'll come out here. We don't know anything about the graphics. What if it could? What What if it uses the e-reader? You know, right. I don't know. 
cool. But yeah, it's cool. And, hey, more Mario is always fun. You know, I can see them actually pu- plugging this as like a last minute like Christmas thing or something. Do you think they'll put the... But you know the anniversary here is in like February. So. <clears throat> Do you think they'll mm-hmm. put the e-reader levels from... Well, that, that's actually a good point. With, from Mario 3? That would be so no. cool. Those are new levels they in Mario 3. They, they didn't come it's out in the Nintendo. GTA <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be right. straight, like yeah. In all honesty, it's gonna be a straight port. It's gonna be a straight port, and they're, they're, if you think about how it's adding up, that's what four games. Yeah, they're yeah. Or, or and what would be it'd be great if it had Mario World. Yeah, but you know, unlikely. But they yeah. could also add another. What if had Yoshi's Island or something? You know, yeah. it could be a really cool history of what Mario if it had Disc. Yoshi's Safari. Would have had Yoshi's nice. cookie. Basically, we need some some what if fan art yeah. about this. Yeah. What yeah. if Yoshi's cookie? What, oh, what man? If, if. Mario uh, is missing HD remake. Uh, yeah, awesome. I want Mario teaches typing. What about just skins? So you could have a super paper Mario skin, or just an eight bit Mario skin for everything. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. If we just went into the options, and what if Sonic was in it? Uh, <laughs> you beat the game in four seconds. You're like, boom, done. Man, see, we could be Satoru Iwata. Collectively, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, that's that's a little tidbit of news. Here's another little tidbit, and that is that the Conduit Two has been delayed till 2011. Yikes. Probably, probably good because it was coming out the same day as Goldeneye. Wow. Yeah, but not good planning on anybody's part there. But I think it'll have a little bit better chances in 2011. Now, this was playable on the floor, I believe, at PAX. Uh, I don't know if we'll be getting a preview. For I that walked by it. Yeah. yeah. Did it look Thanks, Scott. Cool. Thanks for doing your job. <laughs> yeah. I was doing my job. I was covered in stickers. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you have to do there besides? You did a panel, right? I did a panel. I did a contest. I met a bunch of people. Um, basically, I was just hanging out with the kids. But you, you didn't play the Conduit 2? No. I played Duke Nukem Forever. Nice. nice. Yeah. For we? No. <laughs> then get out of here. Right. <laughs> did you meet any Koopalings? I met a lot of Koopalings. Oh, you do you, did? Do you remember yeah. any of their names? No. Oh. I was really drunk. Was yeah. when I would meet them at the meet and greets because <laughs> they would just keep on shoveling shots into my mouth. Really? Yeah. Nice. How many? Did you beat your record from the Christmas party? No, I didn't beat my <laughs> Christmas party Tough. record, but I did go to another planet. Well, hopefully we'll have another open party in San Francisco soon with uh, some Koopalings and shot. Yeah. The last one was fun. Yeah, a lot fun. of people shouting Craig Way, a lot of people shouting, uh, yes, I have questions. And they didn't take away the beer early this time, I hope. No. <laughs> no, no, no. They had to buy the beer. Yeah. They had to pay for their drinks. Okay. It, was, so, it wasn't it was an open IGN no, bar. No. So thank you, Koopalings, yeah. for getting me hammered. Yeah, that's wow. very nice <laughs> of They you actually bought you drinks. That's insane. Yeah. And, uh, and feel free to send to send us some uh, some drinks sometime. I know Jack is a big fan of Zima. I'm a big fan of alcohol in general. Yeah, how come all these other podcasts get alcohol mm-hmm. sent to them and we get nothing? That's yeah. true. That's total BS. Somebody, Somebody get us there. a case of Zima and Crystal Pepsi to mix it with. Crystal Pepsi? And then come you're, up, why are you giving them we'll, impossible tasks? We'll call, <laughs> we'll call <laughs> those the Koopaling. <laughs> would be good with Zima. They taste yeah, pretty good. Do similar. we have any fans who are old enough to drink? Six. Call an Unger. Send us some yeah. booze. Yeah, that's like Jack way right yeah. there. Yeah. 625 Second Street. I love floor. vodka. <laughs> San Francisco, California, 94107. Write that nice. down. Plug some other stuff. Then we're going to get to some uh, reader mail and make this a shorter, yeah. shorter podcast. Plug some other stuff? Yeah. Oh, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at IGN on Twitter. If you want to like our Facebook page, the official IGN Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash IGN. Also, we have our Nintendo Voice Chat podcast page, which we want to kill Girl Fight. We've been stuck at about 1400 for a couple of weeks now. And there's some really good fan art on there right now. Yeah, get to it. It's some really funny stuff. Yeah. Also, Scott and I just finished up a big 
big yes, huge. feature, mm-hmm. a big hug to Nintendo Power. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Lost Issue of IGNDO Power, and it's a ten-page Nintendo Power parody. And currently, top story on the site. On, Jack actually uh, makes featuring a, Jack makes Jack a cameo. Makes a cameo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is a shot-for-shot reproduction of an ad. And thank you to Sam for bringing in a stack of old Nintendo yeah, Powers yes. that we just spent three weeks looking through. And so. seriously, like Scott redid like art in the style of you know everything's original in it. He did Nestor art. He did like the just ridiculous little doodles. It's really great. Art. And then they photoshopped. Yeah the hell out of stuff yeah. <laughs> and made it really look good there's i photoshopped uh like they you guys rebuilt like you could b- build a nintendo power with like what you rebuilt yeah, yeah. basically I, it was interesting too because it, it just made us realize how there was no design code no. back then it was just kind of like let's throw a triangle here over a laser beam and a shoe and you're like what yeah <laughs> so it broke our brains to like because you know scott and i both went to art school we're kind of classically trained mm-hmm. in that regard and sure. i had to just trick myself into thinking that I was everything I knew that worked didn't everything mm-hmm. I knew about design and it was like oh you got an aesthetic sense of what it was supposed to yeah. look like and you right. imitated it perfectly because you. you're training yeah, yeah. I guess so I, yeah, yeah thanks I forgot how to draw do yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like drawing rock and puss and the Bangkok boys yeah Broke my brain trying to draw terrible. So, yeah. Since it's an IGN chickens. feature, it will fall off into the into oblivion soon. When like yeah. you know, yeah. How can people find it? Do you think after Google? Google. Just, yeah. just Google IGN. Yeah. Do IGN power. Do power. Google IGN power. You'll find it in cool. two seconds. Definitely my favorite feature you guys have done. Thank you. So good. Yeah. You guys have like extra art that didn't make it into that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff that didn't I don't make think it in. Sloppy Puss never made it in, right? No, there was a. There, should I explain the drawing? Um, Probably no, I think not. we should just leave it at that. Yeah. Sloppy yeah. Puss. Wait, for, wait for the game spy debriefings. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're just some rock and roll cats, man. Rock and Puss. <laughs> uh, this is a parody of rocking cats and Puss and Boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was wondering about that. There's also. I was very proud of the. Uh, if I do say so myself, the poster art i did for the number one horse comedy of 1991 that's right horse dad horse dad starring macaulay culkin there goes the neighborhood (laughs) neighborhood. it actually tanked in theaters which is a shame but yeah but it was technically the number one horse comedy yes hot to trot came out the year before yeah (laughs) and there was a directed dvd sequel my two horse dads (laughs) that four people saw all right we could go on like this forever but we're gonna give you guys a chance to go on like this forever with reader mail so the first one is from uh, number one fan, Colin Unger. Colin Unger. Send us some booze, Colin. <laughs> yep. uh, he says, do you think we'll be able to download 3DS games to our 3DSs? I like the thought of being able to have my entire portable game collection in my pocket at all times. Let me just preface uh, our answers by saying the general public doesn't like that idea because they didn't buy any PSP Go's. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be- Well, with the PSP Go, it was kind of, this is... Uh, only this is your only option. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like with the 3DS, you know, we have carts. Yep. But I would all I would totally love to have all my games backed up, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, I, well, th- we already have downloadable games for the DSi, right? Right. right and they've said that they're going to keep doing something equivalent to the DSi store, so there will be 3DS games uh-huh. that are downloadable, but I don't think you're going to get your full retail Now, to compete with like Apple, that. you're going to have to have something like yeah. that, though. Yeah. That, that's the big advantage. But Nintendo at E3, Nintendo was really proud of that cart design. Yeah? Yeah. It was... What, it was a different? It was a little different. <laughs> it was a DS cart with a Tic Tac hanging if he gets it. If it gets smaller, then we're going to lose them. Yeah, we're going to lose them. <laughs> and you're going to want them downloadable yeah. at that point. They were really proud of it, so... Okay. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what size these games are going to come mm-hmm. in at. Especially with like about an inch and a half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing would stop 
a, a developer from releasing their game in both formats. It's just the cartridge is so expensive that you're going to want to push that once it's out. Right. right. And then, um, like, <clears throat> certain people, like Ubisoft, um, was releasing these, like, slimmed-down versions of some of their retail games, like, for their Battle of Giants series. Right. They would have, like, smaller ones. And so I could definitely see that picking up steam and happening more and for certain games i thought that worked really well like for for brain age you can go and buy all the different components of that game on dsiware and basically right, yeah. complete the game in your own dsi but you know yeah. I, I, that's that's not really going to apply yeah. the, the next problem Mario with those game. were that they weren't like they didn't join together like if, no. if you'd gotten them all and they were like one file on there that would have been awesome yep. i would have loved it hmm I, I, I took a, a premature correct way here, actually. Uh, I forgot to ask Whoa. you about the Batman game you're reviewing. Oh, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm reviewing. Which we've all been watching. Which, um, it goes up today. Um, Batman the Brave and the Bold is uh, that Batman game on the Wii. I think first Batman game for the Wii. Uh, done by the Way Forward guys. I believe uh, Boson's brother is a lead designer on is the that Matt Boson? Matt Boson. I love me some uh, Mighty Flip Champs. He did a good yeah. job with Contra 4. I love me yeah. some American Dragon Jake Long. I had a, a bunch of my friends that were over at Way Forward too. Yeah, that I went yeah. to school with because they were right next. Animation. To too. Yeah, they were oh, right. Did next you see floor. the animation in this game? It, <clears throat> yeah, the art's good. The animation's a little, little, uh, little, slow. little flashy. Yeah, yeah. It's a little flashy, and there's some there's some slowdown issues. And, and, and I don't mean but, I don't mean like flashy, like ooh wow. Yeah, like it's not a flash. I mean like Adobe Flash. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, I, but, I like the art style though. But they have yeah, I like the art style. It's it's based on the the Brave and the Bold TV series, and each episode in the game actually has a, a fully animated um opener like it's the like it's the show oh nice and it's, the entire thing is voice acted so like every line of dialogue which and they talk through the whole game like they have conversations with each other as they run and beat the crap out of people hmm. yeah. so, so it's kind of cool like the presentation i like a lot the game is kind of uh dull okay what but, about for fans of the the show yes for no. fans of, well see i like the show it's dull it's just a dull game okay like it's, it's a cool brawler, to watch right? the it's yeah side scrolling brawler yeah what, what so if you had to cho- choose between that and Scott Pilgrim versus the world what do you think uh well they're a little different because it's kind of more of like a, a brawler slash platformer okay um but I mean I would definitely go with Scott Pilgrim but we owners don't have that option <laughs> since right. it's not on we yeah but you know we sixty and so on <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's get back to reader mail if that's yeah is that's I, all I you have to say I'm about done hijacking the bat all right so uh, Jacob Kreitz writes. I found the controls of Metroid Other M to be very smooth and responsive, even the pointing. I've had no problems pulling it off, but, <laughs> yeah. but many reviewers have complained about the controls being clunky. I hate that word, by the way, clunky controls. Yeah. So and Ryan Scott, I think, always complains about it. This seems to happen a lot with Wii games. <laughs> why, do you, why do you all think this is? Opinions on the quality of an overall game are bound to vary, but it seems to me like either a game does have responsive controls or it doesn't. Well, your opinion could just be wrong. Right. right. The, the problem with a lot of game development is that uh, a lot of game developers are sort of xenophobic in that the, they'll sit and create something and pass it around and be like, this is great, what are you talking about? And then by the time we see it, it's too late for us to be like, hey, that's not working. So these games get put out and you know maybe they don't have the best controls. I don't know why that happens still. I don't know why there aren't just a group of 100 people sitting there being like, yep, this doesn't work, go back and fix it. But... You know, a lot of it's opinionated, like, you know, Metroid. It's a very split, divisive game in terms mm-hmm. of that yeah. stuff, so... Well, and I never had a problem, you know, switching between the controls of Metroid at all. I mean, I just, I just didn't. Right. So, and I didn't read a lot of people that had uh, really concerned with that being clunky, more just they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. They don't like the idea 
and stuff like that, which I think is different. And sometimes we call, I think, controls clunky when we really mean, like, you shouldn't really have to turn that way in Resident Evil. You know, right. it's not really clunky. It's not like it's it's Resident not Evil working as it's clunky. But it's not it's not like it's not working as it should. That's how it's supposed to work. We just don't like it. it, it you know I say, I mean? I, well, see, for that, I say that's broken. If it's not working as it should, it's broken. If well, it's clunky, if it's their if it's not intuitive, it, it if it's made not things feel scarier. Because it was like, oh god, I have to slow. Vi- oh man, I'm moving, and mm-hmm. there's oh, I have zombies. to stop walking because I'm aiming at this zombie yeah. dog. Yeah, that was great. It was so scary. <laughs> that actually is a, a a good lead into Matt Coaster's question that where he says, after playing other M for an hour or two, I'm curious. How the crap did Team Ninja get away with skipping nunchuck control completely? It would have been easy to assign a button to first person, like say C. You know, they didn't get away with it. This is a super, from the beginning, conscious decision. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, you can read multiple interviews of Sakamoto. He's like, I wanted you guys to use NES controls for this game. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I will say that I'm bummed that somebody didn't step in and say, no. <laughs> <laughs> or just say, how about how about unlockable, guys? You know, how about, how about how we about put in a code? This? Yeah. Yeah. Well, after beating the game and just loving it and everything, like, I, I, I don't care anymore. You know? I, maybe if I would have like been at a preview event ahead of time, it would have always been bugging me. Like, hey, why don't you guys put a Nunchuck support? Why don't you put a Nunchuck support? It's too late now. <laughs> they're not going to update it. No, they're not going to patch it. It's <laughs> Nintendo. But yeah. So uh, so next up, we have Neo Mew Hope. I don't know if that's his real name or not. I Somehow I doubt his, that. It's his birth name. Yeah. He, could have, <laughs> he is actually a Mewtwo. His yep. parents could be big Pokemon fans at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's been, Pokemon's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah 15 years. So like... Yeah. So he's right about the right age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he says, "How long do you all think the battery life of the DS is going to be?" Ten and, minutes. And will it hopefully be longer than the PSP? <laughs> of course. Not. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, what, what's the iPhone free? F- iPhone 4G. I looked up was up to ten hours with video and Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's BS. The batteries are their own technology. They with do. the iPhone, it's kind of weird because like I'll, I'll I'll play Pac-Man and I'll have battery all day, but I'll play Resident Evil 4 and half my battery's gone. Oh, interesting. So Just based on processing. Yeah, it's power. based yeah. on processing power. I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the DSI at now? Like seven hours, eight hours? Yeah. So the D- yeah, it's something like that. It's pretty good, but it's shorter than the DS Lite. Right. And so I I would just. I would guess that the 3DS is going to be even shorter. Mm-hmm. Do you guys obsessively play on. with your lamp turned down all the way like I do? Nope. I, I turn do. it down about halfway. I crank it up. Yeah, I crank really? it all the way up. I've yep. always had this thing where like, I always want to keep it at the low setting, and then I get used to it, and I'm like, I don't need it to be higher. <laughs> and then you turn it up, and you're like, holy crap, it well, yeah, is so bright. If, if like, my girlfriend will play like you know, Nintendogs or something... Three years ago, probably she'll she'll like sit, she'll like be playing it, you know, and I'll play it in the dark. I'll like turn it on to like go to bed. I'm like ah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it I don't burns. know. I'm not. I'm I'm never too far away from an outlet anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like I, it, battery life doesn't really concern me anymore. Nope. I, like I've never gone seven hours straight playing DS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not flying to Australia. Or yeah. I, well, that would be that would be an issue. I yeah. guess. Bring two. Bring two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still play my DS like on the train a lot, so I've had I've had it where it started dying on the train, right. and I was like, "Dang!" But, I will you say, know, then I was home twenty minutes later. Right. So. Yeah, I will say this: Nintendo has been obsessed with battery life in their portables ever since uh, the Game Boy. That was yeah. the whole point of having that. that ever since no always. screen. Of course, the Virtual Boy was a slight diversion from that <laughs> philosophy. Well, it also was a slight batteries. diversion from, from, from portables. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And fun. Here's a helmet. Bring it anywhere. Fun, yeah. And the best system. Here's a portable system with a tripod. <laughs> you need to set up on a portable table. Do you remember the old magazine ads where they had the Virtual Boys set up like on a beach? Like yeah. you were going to take it to the beach? Do you yeah. remember the one with the kid in the backseat of a car vomiting everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually, doing that. I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember the original commercial for it? It had a caveman. No, no. It was no. about a caveman coming out of his cave and the... The virtual boy flying at his face <laughs> and just suction cupping to his eyeballs. And he's like, oh. That was, that was when I, Nintendo had the weird commercials. That was, remember uh, Yoshi it, Island? Yeah. Where the dude explodes. Yeah. It was the 90s. Splatters everybody with his guts. Wait, that was Every, literally their campaign was that yes. this, this will impress a, a caveman. caveman. Yeah. Like, like so an what, alien would, though. Yeah. yeah. An alien. So what a paper airplane. <laughs> yeah. So would fire. <laughs> Yeah, or just a regular yeah, Game Boy. Right? Yeah, just a regular Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Crayons. <laughs> a photograph. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, a cardboard box. <laughs> all right. Are we in all of our systems? No, we're not done. <laughs> not one, but two rocks. <laughs> Tied <laughs> together with a rope. Whoa! No! Or that were miraculously the same shape. <laughs> that would impress me. You know what would impress a caveman more than a flying virtual boy? Shoes. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> yeah. Women, women who bathed. <laughs> All right. For the rest of the podcast, we'll think about more. Right. Ways to impress a caveman. Uh, BJ Boo says, is Nintendo finally... <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Let's get past you guys. Is Nintendo <laughs> Who has a nat last name like that? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, yes, yes. I, I think uh, I think this guy has some wishful th- thinking going on here that we can all probably agree with. But he says, is Nintendo finally done recently releasing goofy peripherals? Or do you think no. they have more on the way? I'm hoping they're focusing on upgrading to HD instead. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think they're sitting around going, hmm. How do, what kind hand, of goofy peripherals could we put yeah, out? Yeah, on one hand, we could upgrade to HD, and no one will care, and everyone will keep buying Mario games every week. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we can put out uh, something you put your finger on, and it tells you yeah, how. Yeah, which how hasn't it. come out yet, so yeah. we know there's one on the way. One goofy yep. peripheral. Yeah, yeah that's, that's coming. I don't know. Sure. I don't think others. that actually is ever coming out. Wow. Thanks, oh, guys. thank you, Scott. You're welcome. <laughs> Good. Jesus. Uh, speaking of goofy peripherals, I will be uh, playing Big Buck Hunter, which includes a shotgun peripheral, which is the first uh, like real like kind of like shotgun peripheral It is pretty for the real. Week. I remember that time I saw a real shotgun that was neon green and orange. <laughs> it was. And it was only like eight inches long. Or that, uh, that time I saw somebody mm-hmm. shooting cow crap out of the sky. Yeah. That's and, an and actual aliens. minigame. And, and you, aliens. That's how you play. Yeah, and sometimes just birds are just standing there. The bonus mini game is. Just Why are you like, reviewing that? That's a Nate game. Nate I don't know if I reviewed it. I have it at my desk because he's and a full time. And you haven't invited now. us over. Oh, I'm sorry. You all want to play it? Yes. I want to play the mini game level where you shoot frogs. Okay, I will load that <laughs> oh, up. Oh no! Yeah. They actually have that. They're jumping from lily pads. They're like just ribbit, ribbit, <laughs> hopping around. <you're> like, <laughs> yeah, you shoot some like quail too. They just like, but they're not like flying. You don't scare them out of the bush. They're all just standing there, and you're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like awesome. The game's weird because it's a uh, it's about buck hunters, so you can't kill girls. Like every time you shoot like a girl deer or a girl sheep, you're like, no, you lose and you're done. Oh, really? So it's like lethal but, enforcers with yeah. girls. But what happens is that is that the deer, the deer that was awesome. The deer are like like cow nice. The deer are cowards and they will stand right behind a girl deer, so you can see the antlers, but you can't tell that it's a girl deer. And I'll shoot it in the face and oh, be like, it's up. a girl, you lose. That's messed up. 
stupid. Well, Peaks it's kind of messed up shooting Lady Deers anyway. <laughs> That's just as good. I don't want to put it on my wall. What if I want deer meat? What if I want deer boobs? <laughs> Sweet deer boobs. Oh, no fan art, please. J- J- Jamie Gagnon <laughs> says... Speaking of, should we Craigway into... Speaking of boobs and fan art? Yeah, yeah. Jamie Gagnon says, Craigway, I wanted to know if any of you saw the video for Paper Mario on 3DS. Is it a remake of the N64 Paper Mario or is it an original title? I just about kill for Super Paper Mario sequel, dimensional shift, dimensional shifting and all. Uh, the Koopalings have a right to know. Love the podcast. Keep with the great work. P.S. Ryan Scott is a great fit for NVC. I agree. Oh, he thank is. you so much. Yeah, he's, he's out of town. So much to me. Uh, uh, did you guys see the little screenshot gallery we have I for did. it? Uh, I think it looks like a RPG and not a Super Paper Mario game. You, you don't think it's a remake? I thought it was a remake of, of the... I have no idea one. if it's a remake. I what, just what, what, gave you, what gave that away? Were there backgrounds? It's Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> because because so nice. half of the things they showed on 3DS were remakes of N64 games. Yeah. They, so I just assumed that this was as well. But yeah. In, in the press releases, uh, I think they just called this the fourth game in the series. I'm not sure. Oh, cool. Right. I mean, if it's new, that's great. If it's a remake, I'll play it anyway. I, I love the original Paper Mario. I don't think it's going to be... I mean, what, really? A remake? Did you, did you see the screens? They don't look like the old Paper Mario. Really? I, it's been a while. Since I played that they, game, they kind of looks like the uh, Mario and Luigi games, from what I saw. I mean, I know those are kind of based on super, are on Paper Mario, but did you play those like Superstar Saga? Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, from what I played with the 3DS, the Paper Mario was a was a perfect fit for mm-hmm. it. Just having like the planes and stuff like that being popping out on different levels. It's definitely not awesome. a Super Paper Mario, though. It right. doesn't have the 3D and stuff. Well, it'll have 3D, but not 3D graphics. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Sorry, we can't answer that question. Yeah, we, we don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's, we'll think about it. Sorry, Koopalings, you don't deserve to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, moving on, Matt Wallace. It's the answer you don't deserve, but it's the answer we're giving you now. That was my bad Batman quote that I just mangled. You, just, you sounded like Batman there, didn't you? Sounded yeah, even yeah. though I was supposed to be sounding like Commissioner Gordon during uh, that quote. but Oh, yeah, yeah. You sounded like Batman. I'm so fried playing that Batman game. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? They're still good at people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What do you want? Justice. <laughs> Jack, has anybody ever approached you about voice acting? Yeah, totally. Uh, Matt Wallace writes, do you think Nintendo will ever improve the online capabilities of the Wii and, nope. and make WiiWare better along with the new menu design? I think they've given up. And on WiiWare, at least. For the Wii, I think the Wii is what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think you should they, expect They could any potentially updates. do a dashboard update, right? Which is what Xbox calls it. Right. But they're not, I don't think, they're going, not to. going to. They're not going to. I mean, I don't But why do we think that? I mean, if they could. Because they're Nintendo. I don't think they would do something that would uniformly change their entire online platform mm-hmm. because that's something you'd have to force everybody to do and half the people don't even know how to connect their Wii's right. online. Also, you, know? you don't want to frighten the elderly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Like an elder like the entire elderly population that owns a Wii. Yeah. They turn it on, they get a new dashboard, they're not going to know what they to do. They never connected to the internet. They've never had a system update. Who knows if they did accidentally? <laughs> Oh no, it's on the Wi-Fi. They wander out of their house and end up like halfway across be the, like, the country. You're right, it'd be like my grandma. Do you like, guys remember when the Weather Channel was like the greatest thing that's ever happened to video oh, games? Oh yeah, I would yeah. spin that globe for days. Nintendo I would look at the weather that from, magic from three yeah. days ago. That was good stuff. It was mm-hmm. so great, rotating that earth and be like, yeah. 
And yep. It's cold everywhere. Yeah, I would say it was partly cloudy and I'd look outside and it'd be nighttime and I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> say it's 40 degrees outside and it's really 80. Yeah. yeah and then I the remember, news from things news that happened last great. week. The yeah. first the first time I ever clicked on the news channel, I went and it was a story about Nintendo getting sued because they were supposedly <laughs> ripping off some sort of technology for the Wii. Awesome. And I was Whoa. like, I'm reading this on my Wii right now. Interesting. Yeah, and then I just I went and read some like Sony story or something. Yeah, Remember that everybody... <laughs> Did you guys ever use the Everybody Votes channel? Yes. The first, the first the poll. First they did one poll, and it was, who do you think will win American Idol? Uh, Taylor like Hicks. Jordan Sparks or like Barack Sanjaya. <laughs> he, he was 11 when, when the week came out. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was that little crying girl in the Sanjaya American <laughs> <laughs> Idol. Do they, <laughs> do they still update that channel? I would love to meet that guy. He's That's like 46 We should do some hard-hitting like, research yeah. on the What do you like better, channels. ponies or ponytails? I don't care anymore. I'm going to bed. You get, yeah. I'll, like talk to you, I'll talk dog. to you about a comedy feature after this podcast. <laughs> All right. So our final question is from Matt Coaster. He says, uh, uh, should Activision go super hardcore and allow keyboard and mouse support for GoldenEye? It's no. my favorite question of the day. Keyboard and mouse support? No. <laughs> No, it was right. always a console shooter. I mean, it's like, so classic. That's so I think it's very funny that he said that because he's been playing with a keyboard and mouse on every emulator. <laughs> I know because he never well, had a sixty-four. That actually be pretty cool. But yeah, so so this game was always like a console-based shooter, and they're actually going. I think it's kind of weird that they're you know even allowing pointer control, but they're also releasing a gold classic controller, and in, in you know because they love console shooters so much. This, I mean, we're playing this game tomorrow. Are yeah, we? there's yeah. an event tomorrow. Yes, we are. What? Yeah, you're invited. Yeah. What? I'll, yeah, I'll, after work I'll tomorrow. You the email. I have to. Yeah. yeah. Wait, how come I wasn't filled in on any of this? You can go tomorrow. Yeah. Where are we going? We're gonna Wait. eat some food and drink some beers and play some Golden Eye. Wait, the new one or the old one? The new one. What? Why yeah. would you want to play the old one? I don't know, cause it's fun. <laughs> yeah, but like, why would they? What crazy the press? Oh, there's company. an event. Yeah. Oh, I We're thought we were just like going over to someone's house and playing. No, no, it's event with with free stuff. Free booze. Free booze. And free Goldeneye? Booze and yeah, and Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Booze, you going to and Guitar Hero. No. Hey, kids, these are things you don't get to do. <laughs> yeah, so we'll wrap up this podcast. Wait, can we talk about this event more? <laughs> yeah. We can talk about it next week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the fun life of editors, right? I'll let you know how cool the facility is because that was my favorite level. Cool. Goldeneye. I'll let you uh, know how and Craig cool. will be back next week. Cool. Yeah. Yay! Yay! We get Jack, to interview him next Jack week. Jack gets his house uh, Craigged. Oh, All right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I'm glad I won't be hosting this anymore because Craig is such a magnificent host. You were great, Sam. Really yeah, you were great, Sam. Thanks, guys. I liked, I liked you. And we're out. See ya. Oh, sorry. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.